Welcome to Watch What Crappens, a podcast about all that crap on Bravo that we just love to talk about. I'm Ben Mandelker, and joining me today in America, where his visa tour visa actually expired in America. He actually had to be sent just home. It's Mr. Ronnie Karam. Hi, Ronnie. How are you? Well, hello, Ben. I tried <laughs> to explain to the prefecture how hard I tried to get the paperwork, but... <laughs> Didn't work out. The prefecture's mean. I'm going to say that right now. <laughs> Poor Casey. It's Real Girlfriends and Paris Day. And in honor of Casey being, um, you know, ejected from France and sent back to America, I had a very American morning. I went to Target. I went to McDonald's. That was it. But it felt like, I just felt like I was living the American dream this morning. So that was in honor you of sure you, Casey. Were. You, know? you woke up and chose capitalism this morning. That's for sure. <laughs> I, I did. I really did. I really just like, I dove straight into it. Okay. In fact, I woke up this morning an hour earlier than my alarm because some building nearby, their alarm went off. Like their like alarm alarm went off. So it woke me up and then my mind was racing. And I think that was like, it wasn't so much an alarm. I feel like it was a call to action. Like Ben, do something American right now. And I was like, I'm going to Target at McDonald's. So there it was. <laughs> Well, our target is finally back up, and there was a fire in there. I know. So they were closed for a long time. Because apparently, they don't really target water sprinklers in, in targets. In target. mm. Yeah, it's like if there's a little fire in the front, the whole store gets soaked. Oh. So, you know, buy, <laughs> no. buy everything in Target because someone lit a recycling bin on fire. It's like, <laughs> buy come Magnolia on, guys. <laughs> yeah, buy buy Joanna Gaines. <laughs> buy Chrissy Teigen. You know. Lazy Susans. By active Susans <laughs> that were there shopping. Yeah, um, I actually have a Lazy Susan from Target by Chrissy Teigen. I didn't know really? it was by Chrissy Teigen. My mom gave it to me as a gift. That's so and, funny. And uh, it just cracks me up every time I use it that Chrissy Teigen has a Lazy Susan. <laughs> like, isn't that funny? You <laughs> have you canceled think... your Lazy Susan yet? <laughs> <laughs> my Lazy Susan, I was like turning it to get mustard to my side of the table, and it told me to kill myself. So... <laughs> Hey, has your lazy Susan been announcing that she's leaving Twitter recently, but then comes back, but then leaves it again? <laughs> she sure does, man. Um, well, welcome back, Chrissy Teigen, lazy Susan. <laughs> lazy Chrissy. Listen, I got like? two of her cookbooks, you know, what can I say? Um, but anyway, here's what I can say. It's Real Girlfriends of Paris Day. Thanks to everyone who, by the way, came to... Uh, take a seat this week. It's every Monday, 7 o'clock on the West Coast, 10 o'clock on the East Coast. We talk Bravo, Bravo Gossip. You guys can share your thoughts on the shows that we've watched uh, over the over the week. Super fun stuff. Uh, winter is crappening. Don't forget to subscribe to that because House of the Dragon is just like crazy these days. Um, it's very Everyone's watching it. So if you want recaps of that, subscribe to uh, Winter is Crappening. Those recaps come out on Monday. And Croissants. If you like croissants, well, guess what? We're talking real housewa—I mean, real girlfriends in Paris today, uh, where they don't eat croissants, but they 
carry croissant energy. So why don't we just dive into it? So they changed a little bit stylistically this time, right? Has it always had the girls' names like really big yes. before they come on the screen? It has? Yeah. God, why am I just noticing that? I was like, oh my God, I love it. Well, there's a lot to take in, you know, between <laughs> the guess. Eiffel Tower and, you know, history. You know, sometimes you forget the font right in the middle. I did. I did forget it. I was like, love it. Also, I just saw, um, I don't know if you noticed this, two things I noticed, you know, after hours of watching this. Rich Vai is a producer on this. Yeah. Do you recognize I've, that name? That's yeah, Real I know. Housewives of Dallas. D- Dallas I mean, yeah. when is somebody going to hit a trolley? <laughs> I know. Well, I noticed that as well, and I thought it was so f- funny that like this has the same pedigree as real housewives of dallas because they are such different shows but uh, i have to applaud rich by for having you know range in his in his repertoire i mean that's more you can say than for like george clooney you know hey how dare you you're saying george (laughs) clooney doesn't have range have you seen his different haircuts i mean he was known for that caesar cut and now look at him he's in like a dad you know an everyday dad cut and it looks great yeah george clooney has two voices george clooney voice and southern george clooney voice and that's just all you get (laughs) but he's very consistent in his tired face (laughs) i'm sorry george clooney i didn't mean to drag you through this and especially knowing that Julia Roberts is a real Housewives fan and could be listening. This could get back to him very quickly. Yeah, it's so probably like the one celebrity we have that listens, and he just turned us off. <laughs> I He's know. Like, I don't know why I just it. like decided. I just like, like out of left field, I just went for a George Clooney bash. I'm sorry. What is his wife's name? Amal. 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 He's like Amal. I'm done. That's it. <laughs> Their voices were annoying, but somehow pleasant after you get used to it. But I cannot take the slander. And she's like, but the thing is that they're not necessarily lying. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We have them all on our side. (laughs) I love Amal, like the smartest person in the world would actually listen. No offense, everybody out there. They're (laughs) like, hey, wait a minute, everybody. (laughs) I think the rest of the world just turned us off with George Clooney. Come on, you know what I mean. Well, you know, when she's writing papers about important things that happen in the world, you know, she needs a release. And I'm sure we provide that for her. Yeah, she's like, finance, finance, charity, charity. Shut up, Kyle, you stupid bitch. Oh, God, it just feeds me. (laughs) Feeds me. You never know. Anyway, Uh, here's what we do know. Casey, um was not the person to take down the French bureaucracy. The French bureaucracy, the famous French bureaucracy, was not going to bend to a lady carrying a Nintendo Switch in her bra, unfortunately. No. But she's really trying it with her Fredericks of Hollywood um, nighty thing that she's wearing with a turban in bed. You gotta mm-hmm. love it. Gotta give her credit for going out with a bang, you know? Yeah. So she tells us, um, my visa was about to expire, so I went to the prefecture and I showed them all the ways I was trying to figure out the pathway. Like, Mario has this brother and they live together and they always wear the same color. Um, I mean, like, one wears red and one wears green, but then these mushrooms keep getting in their way while they're trying to save the world from a dragon. It didn't go the way I planned, so I have to go home. (laughs) Yeah, when I said that I was enlisted to save Princess Peach, that apparently did not qualify as employment in France. Only the Mushroom Kingdom, so anyway, gotta go back to L.A. Yeah, so she's gotta go back, and she pulls a bed, and she's in bed, you know, like I said, her nightie and whatever, and she's like, 
what did I get from McDonald's last night? And she, she rolls over in bed and reaches down to the ground. And you see, you can think ahead when you're wasted and you're like, I want something in the morning, like an Egg McMuffin, but I don't want to get up to get it. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'll get it right now and just leave it on the floor besides my bed. <laughs> yeah. Look. I want to know from our 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 friends in France, because we do have listeners in France who have actually uh, chimed in with a few little comments here and there to be like, you know, like, FYI, this Idiot. is what's going on. Idiot. <laughs> Idiot. Idiot. And then they mime. But then, um, but I do want to know, French McDonald's, is there, are there like unique French McDonald's things there? Because I was, well, but like, but like, like wonderfully unique, or is it just like blah? Because in my mind, I'm thinking, you're about to leave the country and you're going to complain a little bit later about like, I'm going to miss all the French food. I'm like, well, why are you using one of your last meals on McDonald's? Okay. Like I love McDonald's, but I live here. Okay. I live in McDonald's. Yeah, because it's French McDonald's. It's different. Remember when we were in Montreal, which is not France, but it's a Frenchish part of Canada and they had different things in McDonald's. They had those fries with the gravy. What's that called? Yeah, poutine. And they had like chocolate croissants, I think there. They had mm-hmm. a lot of good stuff there at that McDonald's. It's a very also different Kit Kats, Kit Kat mm. bars. People are like, "Oh my god, you have to try the different Kit Kats." Yeah, they and we did, have, and they Canada were lovely. Has excellent candy. It's wonderful. So um, anyway, so she's lying Yay, around. Yeah, France <laughs> We're just really we're just we're just so proud of all our French speaking <laughs> countries. We love France France. <laughs> sounds like Toya. France. So um, anyway, so she's going to she's she's got to leave the country. So meanwhile, not to be outdone, we've got Margot, the queen, <laughs> the queen of of laziness. I guess Casey really is the queen because she actually got herself kicked out of a country for being lazy. But Margot, um, she's just lying on her side and she's like, I hope I don't look hyper stressed. I'm like, you definitely don't, because I don't think there's anything in your life. That is stressing, like, there's no obligations in your life right now beyond, I guess, I don't know, making sure your refrigerator's still working. It's just so her to open up this show in the fetal position getting a tattoo. <laughs> I know. Margot cracks me up. This episode was so Margot. Like, everything about it was just, like, <laughs> a testament to Margot. So, yeah, she's getting an ear tattoo. And she's like... That ends up on her finger, right? I'm so confused. Yeah, I did she end up with a finger tattoo? Like or did, did she the lady both? just get does she have like a tattoo artist that's as tired as her and just couldn't make it all the way up to the ear? <laughs> I know. And why is your ear crying? <laughs> I don't know. But she's <laughs> but she's like, French people don't really like marking themselves. It's like saying, You don't put a sticker on a Bentley. But it's something I really enjoy because I always sort of consider myself like a Hyundai Elantra, you know? But it's something I really enjoy. So I have a heart here, and I have a cherry here, and then I have Gogo, which is my nickname here. I was like, well, the little choo choo sounds you're making, uh, just to say here. Here. It's like, okay, show's over. Margo showed us three tattoos. It took 90 minutes. I also, I also love that, like, her whole season arc is about lacking motivation and focus but her nickname is gogo like maybe more like like no no or like <laughs> i mean that's already taken on bravo but sit on couch sit on couch so <laughs> then she shows us another tattoo that's called that she's like oh and here's my big miss bell tattoo it says Mem- Mem- memento mori which means <laughs> 
means momentum towards death, not remember death. <laughs> like, I love that she just has marked on her body a remem- remembrance that she's just hurtling towards the grave <laughs> while she sits on her dog pee sofa. Poor girl. Why is she? Oh, I thought you said dog piece of uh, and I was like waiting to hear the end. Sorry, that oh. was awkward. No, I was. Oh, I was you like, thought I was Margaret. I marked the line for you. <laughs> yeah. You sure marked that one up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she's um, hurtling towards death. I mean, I like that one better. I feel like that one's more awesome. You know, it's more, it's more honest. honest. And yeah, and it's kind of an awesome tattoo to have. Like, hurtling towards death. How's your day? <laughs> um, also, she tells the tattoo artist while she starts working. She goes, yeah, make it real small and dainty. Like, Haley Bieber's old tattoo artist. <laughs> She's the one that did this. <laughs> I just saw a ra- yeah. one of our. One of, I just saw Haley Bieber had a whole rant about Halloween. I think today or yesterday, where she was like, "Pagan holiday." Nuts. <laughs> These that was crazy. Yes, talk about it. I want to hear it again. Well, I, I don't have it in front of me, but it was I, apparently it was actually she was regramming something. It wasn't her original words, but it was basically like, "I am a Christian, and for me, it's like uh, like Halloween. It's like paganism, and and the, I, you know, honestly, I can't even like. I you want me to read it to you? Yeah, you read it. I just like to we'll pretend it's Margot. Because <laughs> the question is, what about Halloween? And she goes. I'm a Christian. Do you have any idea what that means historically? It means I've redefined everything in culture. Pagan feast of winter solstice? Oh, that's now Jesus' birthday. Pagan feast of spring planting? Oh, that's now Easter weekend. Pagan Celtic festival involving dressing up and warding off evil spirits? Oh, now it's All Saints Day and we celebrate the victorious church that has overcome by the blood of the Lamb. Candy, please. I'm not afraid of the world. I'm not afraid of any devil or demon or incantation. They are terrified of me. Halloween is now my holiday, and I am claiming all candy for the glory of God and the celebration of saints. What now? I'll dress up however I like. My favorite characters, pop culture stuff, whatever. It's my party, and you're all invited. I'm alive today and a saint tomorrow. Give me candy! It's a really long tattoo. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Mark, i'd love to see how Margo's her tattoo back. artist made that dainty and small <laughs> yeah that's um you know i can't you know it's that's the exact sort of instagram post i would expect from the daughter of stephen baldwin so anyway um so so then victoria calls and margo's like i just, just blew my mind right now by the way i didn't know that she was stephen baldwin's daughter she's what? yeah she's alec baldwin's niece which means bieber Alec Baldwin is Bieber's uncle-in-law. Wow. Mind blown. I'm getting a tear <laughs> tattooed on my ear. <laughs> well, I believe, you know, maybe you, maybe you were like Marco. You started to research Haley Baldwin's background, but then just sort of stopped. Haley Bieber. Wow. I didn't know. I just Hayley thought Bieber. she was some crazy girl. That now you found well, now let me double check. Let me. Yes. Her father is Stephen Baldwin. Wow, yeah, you're right. That does make a lot of sense. She probably got that from old Steven. <laughs> Halloween? Yeah, nice pagan holiday we renamed. <laughs> wow. I did not know you had a Stephen Baldwin impersonation in you, and you do, and it's excellent. <laughs> Thank you. So she gets a call in the fetal position, getting a tattoo. I can't stress enough how much I love that. So she gets a call, and it's Victoria. Baby! And they're like, baby! 
And she's like, um, I'm getting a teardrop with a dot on top. Like, she's about to start, but I'm going to talk to you anyway. You know this tattoo artist just wants to stab her. I know. Right? And Victoria's doing her fake. I love that. Oh, my God. I'm so excited for canned. Margo's like, I know. I love canned food. I think I'm going to have some tuna later. No, remember we're going to can the city down in the south of France for your family? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that, too. Uh, yeah, so she's taking the girls to her family chateau in Cannes. And uh, she's like, yeah, the other thing I want to talk to you about is, like, once again, I, like, changed my business concept. I'm still doing an <laughs> LLC called The Go-Go Concept. <laughs> but I'm going to do a label called Just Go-Go. And I want to, like, do slip dresses. <laughs> <laughs> So she's good to have an agency for young artistic people, but within that agency umbrella, there will be a boutique label called Just Go Go, <laughs> and it's about slip dresses. <laughs> <laughs> and Victoria's like, I love this idea. It's very you. So funny. So uh, she's like, yeah, I'm going to do a business plan and then I'm going to like do samples and then I'm going to like get the samples made into dresses. <laughs> I really want to get this done. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's all going to come together while you're lying here on your tattoo uh, bed. <laughs> <laughs> and she tells us, I'm totally tapping into the boss bitch of Margot. I'm like a totally tapped in boss bitch, boss bitch Margot. <laughs> She's like, does that mean it's done now? Once I have to clear myself a boss bitch, is just go-go ready? Is that okay? You need to, like, learn your brand. You know what I mean? And I, I usually don't like to say that because I think it's tacky. But you're on TV. Your brand is not knowing how refrigerators plug in. You just need to make, like, a refrigerator circuit breaker. You yeah. know, that you can plug it and it won't t- turn off the electricity in the rest of your house. I would buy that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, I feel like just go-go just feels a little Nike-ish to me. Um, and again, the go-go part of it really does not match her personality, despite it being, you know, her la- the, a, a syllable in her name. So it then, sounds like a gentleman's club that's like warning you right up front that you can't buy blowjobs. It's like just go-go, okay? <laughs> that's all it is. Don't ask for anything else. Fucking just go-go. Americans. So then, Mar- then Margot shows uh, her her hand tattoo to Victoria uh, over Facetime and the, the little tear, and she's like, oh. It's like a teardrop on the face. And Margo's like, yeah, but I didn't kill no one in jail, though. <laughs> I mean, I tried. I, I I, actually held a shank, and then I just got tired. And I just put the shank down and just didn't go through with it. <laughs> and it wasn't really jail. It was like my bathroom, but it was really hard opening the door. So, <laughs> so I felt like I was in, I was in bathroom jail. <laughs> when I play Monopoly. Love you, and baby. Love you, baby. Love you. Love you, baby. Love you. Love you, baby. So now Aja and Margot are walking to Casey's. It's like the next day or something like that. And uh, Casey's doorbell rings. And then she stands by the door and goes, who is it? (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Whatever. She just like a joke. (laughs) I like when we see her um, preparing for them to come over and she pulls out the leaves on her table yeah. you know your parents bought everything when you have a leaf table at 20 years old okay <laughs> or whatever she is what is she she's probably like 27 she's but, 27 okay yeah but 
I feel like that's a parent thing. Like, listen, I know it's $5, but what if people come over? Mom, I don't even know anybody. But maybe you will. This one pulls out. Very much. That's very much a, a, a parent thing for sure. I love leaves in a table. I love it. I love, I love, you know, I love a circle table, but the truth is you can't expand them. Okay. You can now. Can you? Yes. They have those circles that pull out and then they become an oval. Oh, well, I... <laughs> so, <laughs> guess someone hasn't been to living spaces <laughs> lately. No, that's because I'm, I've got momentum towards death, death spaces, <laughs> <laughs> dying spaces. That's also, you know, that's Margot's brand. <laughs> yeah, it's misspelled. Um, I started an LLC called living spaces, but I misspelled it. <laughs> Dying spaces. <laughs> I, I literally misspelled it into a whole other word. Spaces hurtling <laughs> towards death. <laughs> <laughs> and you know how I learned about the oval leaf table? My mother. Totally. My mom was like, you need a round table in this room. And I was yeah. like, no, I like a square table or a rectangle. And she's like, Ronnie, you can get a circular table that pulls out into an oval and i was like wow. well slap my ass and call me annie you're you're right <laughs> so your mom's like finally we can recreate the opening scene of roseanne so um <laughs> <laughs> roseanne did not have a leaf table oh i see what you mean Meaning just you all laughing at me in the center going <laughs> 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 pretty much <laughs> Commercials. Here comes one right now. <laughs> anyway, so now, um, so so Casey, it's Aja and 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 Marco, and the, and Casey opens the door, and Marco is it. First, we see that she's in a cast. So I thought, like, maybe this is what you have to do to heal a hand tattoo is get into a full cast. And then we see she's in a full <laughs> sling, and then she tells us, "I'm just the clumsiest motherfucker in the world." I have <laughs> I have a fragile wrist. <laughs> it was a hairline fracture. I broke it at nine times. This was my tenth time. Yeah, she said I just broke my wrist for the tenth time. <laughs> maybe like maybe slip dresses are like literally her brand. It's like you wear a dress that you can slip in. <laughs> she should be played by Samuel L. Jackson in the movie. Um so the tip she's like, the tip of my UG gets caught up. <laughs> And then, <laughs> I trip and I fly, and the minute I look, it's fully deformed. Poor Margot, like she does all the things for a meet cute, and there's no handsome guy to catch her. She just breaks her wrists. <laughs> like if you're if you're in Paris and you're falling over in the street like that, like you're in the act one of a rom com, and poor Margot can't even get that. <laughs> yeah. So then there's this huge bowl, and it's full of corks. And Margo's like, uh, did you drink all of these? And she's like, um, yeah, so I wish I didn't have to leave Paris. Uh, there's your reason right there, you know? <laughs> like, sometimes it's called, like, look at how well-traveled I am. And sometimes it's called evidence of an issue. You know what I mean? <laughs> you are way too young to have a bowl that big full of corks. Yeah, and she's like, I just, sometimes I just, like, wish there was, like, a cheat code. You know, I'm like, well, ma'am, you are a teacher, so maybe, maybe you don't want to lean into that for your brand, but that's fine. So Anya shows up 
And she's like, I think I did my my best Mamania job to help take Casey Casey take the steps she needed to stay. But sometimes anxiety gets the best of people and they self-sabotage themselves, which is or, or just sometimes they're just lazy, I guess. It's two separate concepts, I guess. So Victoria, Victoria, in big letters that I just noticed today, comes over and she's like, baby, I love your apartment. And Casey goes, yeah, I am so blessed. <laughs> I'm so thing. blessed to be kicked out of this entire country and never see this apartment again. Um, so they do wine cheers and I'll just like, yeah, we have to do cheers or we're going to have bad sex for seven years. I love every scene. I'm just waiting for Aja to relate. Whatever is happening to sex. And she doesn't let me down ever. Yeah. And uh, then we get a, they're like, it's too bad Emily is not here. She's probably just like stumbling into another wonderful internship based off of nothing but her mom. And, <laughs> and Emily's like, oh, God, I'm so bummed I can't make it to Casey's farewell party. Because, like, I'm in the States for my grandfather's funeral. He was always very supportive, and he'll always be with me no matter what. And I will never forget his name, Calvin Klein. <laughs> and they have like like a, a vintage like 2009 Apple TV screensaver that pops up showing like pictures of her and her grandfather just like sliding onto the screen. Yeah. R.I.P. Grandpa. So R.I.P. Grandpa. Uh, and then Anya is like, um, it, voila, flowers. I'll put them on this accessory table. What is she going to do with flowers? She's leaving. <laughs> She's going to take them on the plane? Well, you know, she won't get to watch them die slowly like she normally would without <laughs> water in them. Because, you know, that's what, that's the fate. So um, <laughs> then they have these humongous sandwiches. And Margo's like, oh, my God, I have, like, one hand. Like, how am I going to eat this? Oh, my wrist. Okay, now I have no hands. So basically, I just tripped on my Ugg again, and I'm just sitting. I don't know how I did that. <laughs> Mar so yeah, Margot has to eat this giant I think it's like a burger. And she has to eat it with like one hand and think it's like a burger. <laughs> I think it's like a burger. <laughs> it's like a burger. I think it's like a burger. <laughs> I think it's a burger. <laughs> Who does that? Uh, so uh but she it's like it's so appropriate. Like she has one hand and she can't like actually figure out how to eat her burger with one hand. <laughs> <laughs> so she's going to have a half-eaten burger by the end of this episode. Yeah, and Anya's like, where did this come from? You're like a great cook. And Casey says, yeah, I just did like a masterclass on Uber Eats. <laughs> so they bring up something very upsetting to Casey, okay? The trip back to L.A. to get her whatever. And Casey's like, um, you guys, like, I literally have like literally four literal days to like literally pack literally Every literal that I own. So it's, it's a lot. It's a lot, you guys. And they're like, well, are you, well, are you abandoning this apartment? She's like, no, but like, I've got to like pack up my laptop and like gifts and like uh, my, my switch. switch. <laughs> and Anya's like, your switch? Is that a, a piece by Van Gogh that I don't know of? She's like, Margo's like, it's a Nintendo. Nintendo. It's a video. It's a video game. You don't, this, mean, this means nothing to you, does it? Anya's like, I'm not familiar. So I was just like, um, I'm a Pisces and I'm a psychic. So LA's great, but I can see you're going to end up here. For the dick, yeah! <laughs> and Margo's like, yo, Miss Paris. 
<laughs> she's like trying to get a piece of lettuce into her mouth. So um, Casey just babbles a little bit about how like she never expected to find such good friends so quickly in Paris. And, you know, they all know what it's like to move away from home. And they've all been through this together. They've all bonded. And they're like my family away from my family that I can't see anymore. So anyway, and Aja makes the the friendships toasts like there's big ships and there's penis ships and there's vagina ships and there's good fucking mm-hmm. ships but in the end the only ship that matters is friendships with benefit ships mm-hmm. <laughs> and they went into anal ship <laughs> sorry i couldn't help myself so they're like oh that's so sweet and aja is talking about how grateful she is for the fun times with casey because that's sleepovers they had like bar nights like drunk escapades all over Paris and like she's gonna miss that and then it cuts to Margo like uh I can't eat this sandwich <laughs> I can't do it two it's, it's it's a beef patty in between two soft pieces of bread it's too hard oh my god you poor thing your 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 fingers crying <laughs> oh no I think your burger is actually hurtling towards death too <laughs> so then we go to Anya's apartment and she's like, Mathieu, could you help me with the Firestone event? What do I need to do? Everything? Okay, okay. Priority. Let's write down priorities. And he's on his little iPad. He's like, mm, let's not look at priority right now. We can look at these things when you decide. You make a list and then we can go over list and you decide priority. And she's like, um... Okay, but I'm telling you this. When I go to Cannes, I'm definitely bringing my computer because I'm going to have to work. So it's it's very, very important. I need to go over this list and make priorities. <laughs> and he's like, all right, so the first thing is, uh, will there be watches? Will there be Psycho, Timex, Rolex? <laughs> Matthew, I need you to step out of watch mode, please. Okay. Note taken. So, Casio Buffet. <laughs> Let us start. No. So, uh, so she's like, I'd love for this trip to be a great escape from the avant I'm trying to put together, but the avant is uh, three weeks out, and the theme is surrealist cocktail dinner. <laughs> you know, my venue is approved. We're going to be uh, doing this at Chateau Marvelous Miss Maisel, and um, we do not have any partners yet to sell any high-end creations. Right now, it's just an empty space, and we are hoping that we can maybe find someone to do a little trunk show. I don't know, anything. And he's like, um, are you hoping to make money at this event? Uh, because between the food and the staff, she's like, I will make a profit. I will make a profit. He's like, yes, but uh, I'm trying to imagine what if everything does not go off like clockwork. That was a little joke for my friends at, at, at Watch Hot. Anyway... <laughs> If someone buys if if someone buys stuff from the event, then great. But if they don't, then then you get nothing out of it. Okay, I'm saying you'll be broke, you'll be poor, you'll be poor, poor, poor face. Okay, no Ritz Carlton for you. Okay. So if the event is the main source of income, is it the event or the tours? Which is the main source? Um, the tours are just my side hustle, Mathieu. <laughs> um, Maison Firestone is. My main hustle. And he's like, but why not reverse it? And then side events will be the side hustle. Um, I know my creativity is good. And I know that I can make it on my own. And I know that you and I have no choice but to make it on our own. It's just, it's stressful. 
It is stressful when I see how easy my friends have it. Emily just burst through the door. Hey guys, guess what? I'm just decided to throw an event at a mansion. Yeah, someone just gave it to me and Sonia Raquel is going to sell stuff there. Anyway, see you there. <laughs> hey guys, have you ever heard of someone named Calvin Klein? Wow, turns out my grandpa was famous and now I own Paris. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Anya tells us that she comes from a poor background and uh, she feels the weight of trying to like to like basically to be financially comfortable and um, she wants to have a big wedding because she has passion for her story of meeting at the Ritz which I like that she's like I love the way that we met so much that I just I need to have a wedding to celebrate the story <laughs> she's like I, yeah. I mean I don't really care so much about Matthew but I have to say our, our meet cute wonderful <laughs> God, I can't wait to get married in a gym shower one day. It's like the only place I've ever fallen in love. Um, also, look, I get that you don't have privilege privilege, like money privilege, but you're in the wrong country because here in America, you've got name privilege. You are a firestone. Yeah. Okay. All you need to do is get a job interview in a parking lot somewhere and just be like, hi, I'm here for my job interview. Oh, wait, hold on. Let me kick these tires. We could do better with that. Give me a call. I'll hook you up. So anyway, we were talking about that human resources position. (laughs) Wow. She's a firestone. I wonder if she knows that bachelor. (laughs) So um, she's now she's starting to like cry and she's like, I'm getting emotional now. I want it so badly between COVID and finances and Matthew's various vests. We've had to put off our wedding twice, <laughs> soon to be a third time. And I'm frustrated that I haven't elevated my career to the point where I d- where I wanted to be yet. I mean, how many little fried eggs do you have to wear as a brooch before people start throwing money at you? Am I right? The wedding I want is a story. It's a story of how we met and a story of Paris in the twenties, where we didn't really meet. <laughs> Okay, I'm losing the story. It's like, save the story for divorce. You know, that's when you really need a story, okay? To get married, just make some shit up and send out some Evites. Yeah, for real. So um, now we see Aja on the phone with Margot talking about, they're planning, they're talking about can planning it, all that stuff. There's going to be a slumber party and stuff. And Aja's like really excited to go to the south of France. And she's like, I want to go to the south of France. I want to find some sugar daddies, the heat, the sun, penises in the waves, all of it. And Victoria, so Victoria does her diary room session, and I think they've edited out, edited out a lot of pauses. Did you notice that? Because it sounds like she's spliced together. <coughs> Sorry, I need to be spliced <laughs> together. I'm like, <laughs> her lean towards that. So she's like, um, I went to my south in before I was invited by her family. I was like, are you speaking backwards? <laughs> I just thought it was <laughs> funny. Why that- do you sound like this? I just thought it was funny that, of course, Victoria, like, Victoria's just like the casual one-upper of this show. So it's like, oh, my God, we're so excited to go to Cannes. We can't wait to go to your house. We can't wait to see your house. Um, I've actually been there before. Yeah, I was invited by our family. So I'm, like, thrilled for the other girls to see this beautiful sanctuary of a place outside of Paris, which, again, I have been to already before. And there are hot people in that town. And they are already attracted to me. So I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait to go with them to the house, and I'm just going to, like, turn my back to the house so it doesn't <laughs> pretend to remember me, because that's really going to make them feel bad. I've made a promise that I'm not going to face the private chef, because otherwise he'll just serve me food and only me. So I just want the, everyone to be able to eat. Uh. 
plane whirring. That's the uh, the caption for the plane taking off. It says plane whirring. And I was like, wow, <laughs> even their planes are romantic. You know? <laughs> it said whirring or whirring. What a whir. Like W-H-I-R-R-I-N-G. Whirring. Like, ooh, the whir of the plane. <laughs> um, so Anya FaceTimes Margo and Margo. Wait, did we do this part already? No, we didn't. <laughs> they're I mean, literally talking about the weather. They're just like, talking about the, the weather. weather like? like I'm dressed like a lemon meringue pie. <laughs> okay. So then no, yes, now they're flying to can. You're right. I didn't write that part down. <laughs> I'm sorry. So the plane was essential. Okay. The, essential the point is that the plane is whirring, okay? So uh Aja is with Emily and who are whoever else I Margo. guess Margot. And she's like, um, yeah, I've been on flights like five flights in the past week, so I'm masked. Why aren't you wearing a mask? And I was like, ah! and her mask <laughs> like, is on her chin. She was like laughing, and like she's the only one. And like Margot is like masked up to her eyeballs, <laughs> and, and Emily is cracking up. And Asha just looks at the camera like she thinks I'm fucking kidding. <laughs> this germ bot is spreading COVID all over me right now. She yeah. goes, she is Omicron, <laughs> which is such a great way to describe Emily. It really is, because I feel like Emily's a spitter when she talks. Yeah. Her mouth moves too much to not spit. Yeah, So yeah. then they're at the airport, they get in the car, and uh, Margot's doing her like, yeah, I'm so excited to host you guys. This is the house I grew up going to. So we can have, like, girl trip vibes. Like, rich dad, poor dad vibes. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. Fun times. Yeah, it's such a great house. I wish I lived here all year round, but unfortunately, I can only do half the year here, which is on brand for me. So, yeah. um, so then we find out like the the room situation, which is almost everyone's gonna have their own room except for Aja and Anya are gonna board together. And Aja's like, um, so I have a secret. I am really gassy at night. Can I be alone? Because I fart in front of Alex all the time after sex. But sometimes he's like, ooh, Aja. So. Did I make a good That's enough the pitch? Way. <laughs> that is the way to get your own room right there. The housewives can take a lesson from this. So <laughs> Victoria's like, oh my God, it's like such a bummer that Casey isn't here. And then we cut to Casey. She's like, okay, so I'm like at the airport and I'm like leaving France. And like, I don't even know if I got to the airport on time. So I guess we'll see. I'm like, oh my God, you're even fucking up getting kicked out. Yeah, she goes, Mine. I'm not sure where I'm going. I'm like, wait. <laughs> Los Angeles, even even I know this at this point. Go, like, take the plane to Los Angeles. No, you're no, you got on the flight to Tokyo. What are you doing? This is the first time I've done things like by myself. Like, I left home like by myself. I lived like by myself. I took like care of my like self. I'm, I'm like, I don't even know like if you can tell, but like I'm a lot. So. <laughs> I'm like, girl, you're 27. You should not be saying this on camera. Like she's saying it proudly. You're literally being sent home because you can't take care of yourself. (laughs) Casey, come on, Casey. (laughs) So um, now the other girls who are not being kicked out of the country arrive at the chateau. And Emily's like, guys, let's go. Hurry up. God, Margo, this is so beautiful. How do you not move here? And Margo goes, I'm here every summer. I don't know. It's so, but like such a snotty thing. Like this old place. I'm here every summer. What else do you want from me? Okay. And Emily gives that what she thinks is a compliment, but it's not ever a compliment. She goes, "Oh my god, it's like a museum." 
<laughs> I know. <laughs> the strange crocodile sculptures. So I feel uh, so safe here. It's like a hospital. <laughs> and Anya's like, oh my goodness, I should give an art tour here instead. And Victoria's like, isn't it so picturesque? Hold on. Let me put my back to the nature and the view because I don't want it just to be for me. I want you guys to enjoy it too. Stop staring at me, trees. You're embarrassing my girlfriends. <laughs> Uh, Victoria, did you just throw some wine at the tree? Yes. I'm so sorry. I don't know what happened to me. I don't know why it overcame me. It's just, it's, I'm not blaming the tree, but like, it just, it, the tree just said some very triggering things. <laughs> the tree triggered me on purchase, on purpose, baby. Commercials. Here comes one right now. Um, so Emily's like, this house is gorgeous. This is what I miss the most about being back home in Jersey. <laughs> like, uh, please make that make sense. Yeah. She goes, <laughs> Somehow this is, with your next words. Yeah. She goes, this is what I miss most about being back home in Jersey is nature and fresh air. I'm like, are you, I, are you comparing this beautiful <laughs> chateau in the south of France to your home in Jersey? Please tell me you're not doing that. Oh, so um, Emily screams because there's a big ass spider. Yeah. So then Aja comes in. They're like, "Oh my god, it's a spider!" Ah, ah. <laughs> and then they're like, they want Aja to kill it, and Anya's like, "You have the balls." And she goes, "Um, the only time I have balls are when they're in my mouth." They're like, "Really? Not now, Aja. There's a spider emergency." Okay. <laughs> so um they have to like deal with this they're like just trying to like get rid of the spider they're like brushing it off this curtain and then <laughs> the cameraman got the money shot which is aja i mean um anya like fiddling with her suitcase and the spider comes crawling up the, the bag <laughs> like really close to her fingers and they all freak out and scream yeah there's like one thing about there's a thing you know if there's a spider it's like oh okay it's like kind of natural like everything's a rock here uh-huh. like it's, it's made out of rock but then when there's one on your suitcase too there's spiders everywhere in that fucking house. Well, I you, the same and the one. first thing i thought when they drove up to that old ass chateau that's gorgeous by the way but they drove up and i said bugs you know, yeah. that is not a comfortable place for an Orkin man because there's too many cracks. And he knows he's going to just get calls from people like, oh, you were just here? Well, guess what? I found a spider. <laughs> and the Orkin man can't just say, like, yeah, you dumbass, because you live in a house from, like, the Fred Flintstone ages, you know, with cracks everywhere made out of stone. What do you want me to do about it? <laughs> you know, I think, Ronnie, you'll be very happy that I've made a little spider friend here at the house. There's um, a little spider has made a web on my on my on Gale, my garden box. And when I water Gale, whenever the, 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 the water from the hose, like uh, if it like gets on the web, the spider comes running for it and takes a drink. And it's actually the most, it's the first time I've ever seen a, a spider be cute. <laughs> so now what I do is in the morning, I water Gale and then I water the spider web and the spider comes running over. And like, if I move the water to a different part of the web, the spider chases the, the hose, the, the spray. <laughs> it is so cute. And then I turn They're off like little dogs. Yeah. And then I turn off the hose and it has its own little water drop and it like holds its water drop like a little baby. And I'm like, I cannot believe how cute this spider is right now. And then there's another <laughs> spider that it's like friends with. And I feel like it's trying to tell the other spider, like, come up to my web. There's water here, but the other spider won't do it. The other spider just like hangs out on the side and doesn't move. Yeah. It's like not trusting yet. Yeah. He's like, no, I'll get my own water. I'm a man. 
<laughs> but I love my pet spider. That is really cute. I love that story, little pet spider. They are like little dogs. I have this thing here, these big hairy spiders, like tarantulas, but I looked them up because, you know, I was terrified because they're huge. They're like a fist. They're yeah. big. Like a Ronnie fist. Not a baby fist. Like a me fist. They're huge. And I was really scared, and the DoorDash person wouldn't ring my food up because there was a big spider on the door. And so I looked it up, and it's a non-poisonous kind of look tarantula-looking thing, mm. and it died by my door. Like, it died waiting by my door. And then the next month, another one died right by the back door. It just sat there and just until it died. And I always thought, that's, like, such a dog thing, like, waiting to be let inside. You know, it's like, I've come to rest Please let me in. And then it just dies there at the door. <laughs> I, They're like little dogs, I'm telling you. Yeah, we have, you know, we have a little patio and uh, honeybees love coming to the patio to die. <laughs> like they don't fly around. It's just that you'll go out there and you'll just see a, a honeybee walking along the brick being like, I'm looking for my final resting place. And they just walk and then they just die. It's so sad. I actually don't like that we are a honeybee graveyard. I'm like, I don't. I want you to live and do great things for nature. Please stop coming here to die. It's making me feel like I'm it's I feel like it's my fault. I know. Scott, great story time. Okay, so then um Emily's screaming. So they're screaming about spiders and um Marco and we- comes in and she's like, "Oh my god, that spider doesn't look nice." And I'll just like, "Oh my god, it's the size of my fist." And Marco says, "Listen, it's a spider." So like wow is that supposed to help is that supposed to help me right now you need to get your jar out and get that fucking thing into its studio apartment and out of my room please i'll tell you who's not tripping on its uggs that spider okay so now we have we meet richard the family chef who's like i'm sharpening knives and margo's like oh my god richard i call him my uncle he bought me my first pack of cigarettes when i wasn't allowed to smoke which is not necessarily positive but it shows our bond (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah so then they're all eating and anya's like oh my god we should pretend that we're getting dressed for my wedding it's 1920s france <laughs> yay sounds like the most fun thing to do on a girl's trip dressing up like <laughs> 1920s france at a wedding <laughs> so she's like i'm not gonna be having any bridesmaids because you know what we're going to cancel the wedding for the third time. We're just going to push it for, you know, we have to pay for it. And so we're just going to push it another year, another year. They're like, we don't care. So um, they decide they're going to go to a uh, this casino tonight, like a glamorous casino in Cannes. And Margo's like, I need a hoe bath. And uh, Anya's like, I'm sorry, is that like a switch? Is that the Nintendo thing? Hobath? <laughs> hoe switch? A hoe switch? And she's like, no, a hoe bath. Uh, that's where you like shave all the crevices on your body. It's like you just like literally shave from head to toe. And Victoria's like, um, baby, no. A hoe bath is when you just like dab at your armpits and like the important parts. And she's like, oh, well, I call a hoe bath where you shave like everything. <laughs> Yeah, because your definition of a ba- of a hoe bath, that's just my normal bath. I can't do a full bath, so it just gets t- it takes too long. It's exhausting, yeah. <laughs> so Anya tells us, oh my god, ladies, discussion of a hoe bath over... Charming. Check, please. <laughs> so Margaret goes, well, 
I, I, you know, I'm supposed to start lasering and I want to do like a landing strip because my mom's friend got everything lasered and she did this when she was 40 and then she started aging and she looks like an old French bag. And guess what she got? Hair plugs on her vagina because vaginas age. So look at that stupid. Her name is Charlotte Rampling. There, I said it. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're oversharing, Margot, for this poor lady. <laughs> I like this. She said, I guess vaginas don't age well. So she got hair plugs. <laughs> I want to buy a slip dress for her vagina so that way it looks more chic. Uh, and she's like, the rule is you leave something there. And Emily's like, Anya's over there cringy, but I'll bet Anya has like a landing strip on her the shape of the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> Not wrong. Not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> she probably definitely does have that. So now they're like doing now they're doing their makeup uh in these like harshly lit bathrooms and Victoria's like, "Babe, guys, as like a little gag, I thought this would be so funny, babes." And she has penis lollipops because the next night they're planning to do a surprise bachelorette for Anya because she's going to get married at some point in the indefinite future. Yeah. So then um in the other room, a bug is chasing Anya around, and she's like, Oh, 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 it's a moth. Everyone hide your cashmere. <laughs> so now they head off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now they head off to the casino, and Emily's like, When I think of a casino in Cannes, I just think red carpet, flashing lights, expensive cars, like, a free passes to the high roller room, and just like, someone just gives me $30,000 and says, Here, we like your mom. Just just spend all this money. That's what I think of a casino. Emily, we know what you think of when you think of a casino. Casino Morongo. So they arrive at this very sad casino that's just like empty. Sadder than the one we went to in the middle of Nebraska on our road trip. Back in 2020. That was pretty sad. That was pretty that was sad. A sad that was a sad casino that <laughs> we went to. Like, that was a sad, sad casino. But this one was yeah. even sadder. There's only one guy there. And they're addressed to the nines, you know? Right. And uh, Emily's like, there's like one person here. And I'll just like, where are all the people? Okay, let's go to the restaurant. And the restaurant's closed. <laughs> yeah. Anya's like, this establishment is more three-card monte than Monte Carlo. Thank you very much. I will be repeating this joke at my wedding reception sometime in 2027. Thank you. So Emily sits at a slot <laughs> machine and she's like, guys, how does this work? It's like so complicated. It's like an alien control panel on a spaceship from an alien. And she puts money in and like rolls or it spins. And she goes, I just paid and now it's asking me to pay again. I will not be playing here anymore. I love how the concept of a slot machine is totally befuddling her. (laughs) She's like, it's like there's one button to press, maybe two. And like the idea that like you pay once and that like you should be able to gamble the rest of the night. (laughs) Like I like that. That's what she thinks. And then of course Victoria's winning. Like everyone else is losing in the sad ass casino. She's like, babes, babes. 
I'm like so here for this. I just like the money is just like falling out, babes. I know everybody else is getting sad horns, and all you hear from Victoria's machine is Wheel of Fortune (laughs) over and over again. (laughs) It like hits once every 100 spins, and hers is every (laughs) fucking spin. The puzzle comes up. There's like one letter. Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love You. Babe, I got it. (laughs) So Anya is by the tables giving speeches to nobody. She's like lifting a glass. Like, oh my God, thank you so much for being here, girls. Bernadette, Emily, you really should meet my friends, girls. (laughs) And Emily walks in. Who are you talking to? (laughs) Anya's like. The ghosts that I imagine coming to my wedding. So <laughs> then they all. Ghosts look. of weddings past. The west uh, ghosts of weddings canceled by COVID past. <laughs> so uh, then they all like gather their little like stubs, you know, and they're like, "Wow, we didn't really earn like, and we didn't get a lot." And Aja's like, "Yeah, if we put all our little things together, we can get an ice cream to share." And Victoria's, "Um, guys, I think I can get ice cream for all of us." <laughs> <laughs> oh, like die, die, yeah, just die. <laughs> uh, Madame, the man at the bar has sent you these roses. There is no man at the bar, and yet here are roses. They're like, God, I hate her. <laughs> Anybody here? She's still getting roses. <laughs> uh, ma'am, we just got uh, news. They have decided to bump up the uh, Cannes Film Festival to start right now, and you are now the head of the jury. Welcome, Victoria. How did you do that? Oh, if you, uh, yes, of course, I will cash in your gambling slips. Let me see. Oh, the, on the back of this gambling slip, it says, can I have your number? The machine is asking for my number. That is so cute. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's the next morning and um and margo goes into the kitchen and richard's like did you go have a good sleep and he and she's like no i only slept for three hours i was really trying to sleep for six hours but you know how that works out he's like yes 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 so he's really the emily of chefs isn't he yes he really is hello did you have some sleep i was like okay take off the apron we know it's you emily <laughs> i also liked <laughs> him uh Making breakfast and he's, he's like, uh, come on, no. uh, he's basically like, how do you say gofres in Anglais, in English? And you just hear Margo going, waffles, waffles. <laughs> and he goes, oh, what the hell? I make them. <laughs> 16 years, he still doesn't know what a damn wa- waffles. Waffles, <laughs> Richard. And you just hear him in the kitchen. Le poisson, le poisson, how I love le poisson. Left to cut and to serve little fish. <laughs> Richard, stop talking about those pancakes. That's not how you make a waffle. <laughs> so she's like, yeah, like, I still want Richard and my dad to walk me down the aisle because, like, Richard was there when my parents got divorced. It was meaningful. Oh, and, like, the first dick pic I ever got, I was like, Richard! He still calls that guy Mr. Beta. Yeah, he calls. He still calls that friend of mine, Mister Deck, and like, he's seen me through every milestone. I'm like, I love the you know, the first dick pic was like, divorce and your first dick pic. <laughs> every milestone, <laughs> he's coming down the aisle with me. So they're gonna be going uh, on a. Anya's wearing little um, painter's palette 
earrings, which are cute. And then uh, they're going to be going to a private museum tour um, and that she's going to she's going to do a tour. And she is really excited because she's hoping this will be more educational than the casino from last night. So then we get Trixie. Trixie, uh, what are we, Monoclay? And she's like, Pan Monoclay. Monoclay? She's like, Pan Mama. I'm Monoclay. Pan Monoclay. I'm on a clay mound. Can Mama. Can Mama. Can Mama. Can Mama. Can Mama. That's all I wrote down. That's the song. Can Mama. Uh, I loved Margot trying to give Anya a compliment, but negging her because <laughs> Anya's wearing a little beret with bedazzle things all over it. And so Margot's like, oh my God, I love your hat. Like, it's very me. Well, I mean, the hat isn't, but the color is. Like, it's a black hat. <laughs> like, what do you, just do, you don't have to say anything, you know? <laughs> I know. <laughs> and she's also like overlooking the most interesting part of that, which is the earrings. That's why Anya like put like sort of puts her ear up to be like, and I'm also wearing earrings that are very clever. I hope you notice. So <clears throat> So then they're going speaking it's a very earrings episode. So they're going to the car and Audra's like, Oh my god, uh, I forgot my earrings. Uh, they were just heavy. It was really heavy and I forgot them. She goes, Don't worry, we'll find it's cool. She goes, It's not cool. <laughs> what happened to her earrings? Did they go flying off after she farted or something like that? Like what <laughs> I just like Was it like a weight requirement of her luggage to get it on the plane? She's like, God, these are so heavy, I have to take them out. I'm sorry you will not be uh, properly accessorized when you go on a tour of a very cramped museum with many Greek things in it. Mm. So they get to this museum, and uh, Anya's like, oh, this is actually a medieval dungeon, girls. <laughs> like, great. Sounds great. <laughs> so Are we already she- staying in one of those? <laughs> I slept with seven spiders last night. <laughs> someone, someone gave me a waffle today, and it was a fish. It was a dead fish. <laughs> a fish that was cooked on a waffle iron. It was so strange. Was it a womlet? So Anya's like, my favorite parts about giving art tours is allowing people to witness the power that art has. It ha- it's something historical, political, financial. I love people opening up their minds to the importance of art. And then you hear Margo saying, that's such a big dick. <laughs> that is the biggest dick I've ever seen. <laughs> and Anya's like, oh my God, now all they see is a penis. Well, to be fair, there's a three foot tall sculpture over there. So I guess I get it. So this is Anya's tour. So here we are in the portrait gallery. We have a lot of busts. I'm like, well, thanks for announcing. <laughs> wow, I just walked into a room with many portraits and several busts. Thanks for the... Uh, Thanks for the insight about what I'm looking at. She really is bullshitting her way through this. She's like, okay, here are some busts. Aja, not that kind of bust. <laughs> I actually don't know what kind you mean. Okay, well, finally, I set you up for one and you missed it. Okay, let's go over <laughs> here. Uh, this area is for Victoria. This is a jewelry. Byzantine jewelry. <laughs> Everybody, look, earrings. <laughs> People wear jewelry to accessorize. Um, I hope this, I, this, and these earrings do come with a trigger warning, which is if you're not wearing earrings while you're looking at these earrings, you may be triggered. Okay, Asha, <laughs> I'll hold your hand. 
Okay, everybody, this is the cameo of Medusa. Medusa's on cameo! <laughs> no, Emily. <laughs> Should we just go back to the penis? You know, my dad's an art collector, so I've been to like a lot of museums and done a lot of tours, and usually they bore the fuck out of me. But with Anya, she said the perfect amount of information, which is very little. So I would rate her an 11 out of 10. Oh my God, did I just actually go past something? <laughs> did I go past Boss the Boss bitch Margo in the house. <laughs> Boss bitch Margo got to 11 out of 10. <laughs> All right, now we're entering the vinyl flooring era. Everybody, if you'll just look down, you'll see some vinyl flooring. <laughs> now this doorway, this doorway is actually a modern concept. This one was built probably circa 2007 for this museum. Uh, it's like, uh, that's not part of the exhibit. That's just the doorway out of the museum. Um, this is the fire alarm section. It turns out when a little smoke goes, uh, the sprinklers come on and ruin every target in town. And uh, that happened to Pantheon first. So. Now this piece of living art is named Genevieve. And she was planning on going to the store to get a baguette, but then heard there would actually be people in the museum today, so she had to stand behind the front desk. And she's scowling because now she can't make the lunch that she had prepared. <laughs> Genevieve. Okay, girls. Oh, and they're like, oh, God, good job. Good job, Anya. Just thank you to the kitchen. And Anya goes, yeah, there's only like so much analyzing a penis I can do in a day. I was like, oh, my God, can broke Anya. <laughs> Seriously, so many things are happening. So, um, uh, so then they all, um, they're in, they're back in the van. They're heading back to the to the the place, the the chateau, and they're gonna talk. They're talking about like the, there's gonna be a slumber party tonight, and Anya's excited for like tarot readings and things like that, but she has no idea that this like surprise bachelorette's gonna be happening. And we learn that Aja has the task of distracting Anya while they set up for everything. <laughs> Which is so funny how she does it because she ends up just being like, wait, I'm not done with my makeup yet. <laughs> I know, that's all it was. Wait. <laughs> wait, Should hold I put on. This on? Uh, <laughs> I think I'm going to put on eyeliner. You already have eyeliner. More eyeliner. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> hey, what's the history of eyeliner? Can you give me a tour of my makeup? <laughs> um,. So Marco and Victoria get in their little PJs. They all have matching pink PJs. And they go over to blow up balloons. And Marco can't. I mean, even Marco <laughs> blowing up a balloon. She goes, yeah, I'm going to start pumping more balloons just to see if I'm capable. She can't even blow them up. She has to use a little pump for like basically. Victoria's sitting there. There's like some enormous like dinosaur that she's blowing up. And she's using her lips. She's like, and then the pump that's probably for the giant inflatable Margo has for these tiny little balloons. She's like, mm, 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 mm. I'm like, this is harder. You're actually doing the thing that's harder on your hands. It's so funny. <laughs> and of course, it blows up in her face. And she goes, I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> Boss bitch, Margo. It was a very Margo balloon because, like, that balloon was only half full and it popped. <laughs> I've had too much. Yeah. That's a very Casey balloon, because she's the one who's like, guys, it's totally half empty. <laughs> no, Casey balloons are, are are like helium balloons that get loose, and you just see them fly off. Like, you're no longer allowed to be at this party. <laughs> we spoke to Prefecture. <laughs> I'm sorry, you have to go. We're releasing you. <laughs> sorry, balloons, you did not do your paperwork. 
<laughs> so then Anya is like, why are you girls taking so long to get ready tonight? She's like, wait, I forgot my eyelashes. <laughs> You're wearing eyelashes. Wait. So they put a blind. Oh, sorry, God. <laughs> no, no, just. Keep so they put a blindfold on her and take her to her surprise party. And she's like, "Oh my God, is it a penis? Please say it's not naked men in there. If it's naked men, I'm gonna be so upset. God, please say it's not a penis." I'm like, "This girl just wants strippers. <laughs> That's all she wants." And they take off her mask and they're like, "Surprise!" And it's like some half-filled <laughs> balloons and an old dusty couch, <laughs> probably with a spider in the cushions. She's like, okay, follow the rose petals around that crocodile sculpture and look at the end is a tiara. That's what you get. She's like, well, I didn't really need to follow a, a rose path to get to the tiara. I, I could have just picked it up off the pillow, but I appreciate you girls for trying. <laughs> um, this is so nice. I've never had a surprise party. Like, never. And they're like, well, you do this for everyone else, babe. And the rose petals, who did that? Well, it was a team effort. Richard did it. Okay, <laughs> fucking Richard did it. Who do you think? And we got you. We got you a a dick, but it's made out of bread. Um, did someone put this in a waffle iron? It looks a little creased. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I was very confused. <laughs> little Peter. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> the, yeah, the the. <laughs> The bread dick has a hat and a scarf, too, by the way, which is very French. It's like, of course, the bread so dick Anya, is more fashionable than me. I know, right? Margo's like, oh, my God, bread dick? That hat is so my color. Well, I mean, not the hat. Well, not really the color either. And I don't <laughs> eat bread. Thanks for being here. Yeah. So um, they all, like, they all have some Richard serves some martinis and they're all cheers and everything. And they name the bread dick Hector. And then they go and they like sit down at a table. It's like very quiet. It's like, it's like the, it's like the anti Bravo bachelorette party. Cause we're used to bachelorette parties on Bravo with the penis draws and like Reza being like, Hey, bitch be like, it's a bachelorette party. And then Brittany being like, that son said I shouldn't marry him and crying, you know, but this one, they're all like, Cool. So, so. so, hey, oh, could you do me a favor? Could you turn the lights up brighter? Great. <laughs> yeah, great. Can we make sure there's no music? Thanks. I just want to be able to hear you guys when we talk. Can we at least get Richard in a thong? I mean, come on, you guys, make some kind of an effort. So they ask, uh, hey, uh, like, like, is this the first time it's hitting you that you're getting like married? Like, how did you meet Mathieu? Was how did you know he was the one? And she goes, "Well, there wasn't like a click moment. It's just the night that we met. I just finished a big essay, and he was like, you're an art philosopher,' and I explained it, and he said that he loved like stuff that I was explaining, and then I was like, oh my god, someone could meet me intellectually on my level, which is always impossible to find. Like, it is really impossible to find someone who understands booby paintings on the outside of a blouse. Have you tried, girls? Wow, this bachelorette party is off the hook. <laughs> Or the chain. Boss bitch, Margo. Boss bitch. Okay, tell another story about the art essay you were writing. So then, <laughs> so now Emily just starts to cry. I don't know why. And then food comes out and um, Margo is like, speaking about love and feeling in love. I love love. <laughs> of course, Margo is the one to say, I love love. I love love. And I'm a big hopeless romantic. 
Um, like my, but my parents got divorced and I think for me at the end of the day, like the dream would be to be the same person and having the same landing strip until the day I die, <laughs> which will be soon according to my tattoo. And I'll just like, yeah, well, I'm jaded because I've had like lots of divorces because not only my parents, but my aunt. <laughs> I'm sorry. So I don't then, know why that's funny to me. <laughs> like it's it's like, like she was setting it up for a list and it's like, oh, it's one person other than your It's just like parents. a very I mean, like it's normal, still a list. Uh, still a normal <laughs> amount of divorce, I think, that one experiences in an extended family. But yeah. <laughs> so sure, what's traumatic with sure. Alex? Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just sure was I was traumatic. giving space to her trauma. That's all. <laughs> I'm giving space for more people that got divorced. My parents, my aunts. Tom Cruise okay, and Nicole we gave Kidman. You the space. <laughs> yeah, the space is dead now. Okay. <laughs> uh, Bill Gates's ex-wife. No, not Bill Gates. Uh, Jeff, Jeff Bezos' ex-wife for the second time. <laughs> Mackenzie Scott, who really so- sounds like it's an interior design line, but is not. <laughs> Stephen Baldwin, probably. I don't really know. Um, so yeah, like Baldwin to, and Justin Bieber at some point. Ooh. So Margo's like, uh, what's the plan with like Alex, Aja? She goes, yeah, well, we've decided to go like full send. Uh, and it changed because of speed dating. Because like, I really realized how good I had it at home. Like, it was mediocre at home, but speed dating made it look like mediocre, but actually at my home and not ignoring me for Victoria. So I was like, fuck it, I'll stay with the mediocre guy. Yeah, it's like, you know, when you have like like a rice cake and you're like, this is so boring. Why am I eating a rice cake? But you have enough of the rice cake that you get used to how it has no flavor. And then that becomes the flavor. That's kind of like, that's kind of like my guy, Alex. Yeah, that's where I'm at. It cuts back to her and Richard standing behind her with a violin. Like, it's the most romantic story ever. And Aja starts tearing up as she's talking about, like, how she's like, I just realized, you know, like, I was like, you know, the reason why I was not into him was because I was reserving my feelings for someone else. And she starts to tear up. And Victoria goes, babe, it's a safe place, baby. It's safe. You can share. I'm like, I do not believe for one second talking to Victoria is a safe place. Oh, she can't help it that she won Wheel of Fortune back. Okay. <laughs> so then Margo's like, um, can Hector the bread dick be my sleep buddy? And Auntie goes, Oh my god, do you need to wear a condom with a bread dick? And Anya says, Yeah, he's made a bread. So you'll get a yeast infection, coils. <laughs> and then they start playing music like uh music that is normally played. On Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, when Lisa Rinna is meeting someone for lunch, it's like, dun, 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 dun. I was like, this is the Lisa Rinna lunch music, isn't it? <laughs> and they play games like you have to twerk, but there's like a Kleenex box on your back and you have to get the ball out of the Kleenex box while just twerking. So they do that. Um, and Victoria long does story it. story short, Victoria wins everything. Yeah. Victor- like, in like one second, she gets all the balls. I was just like, guys, did I just win that? <laughs> like babe i'm literally facing away from the kleenex box and i still won <laughs> it was like a safe space for me to win <laughs> so fine you know cute episode next um it next looks like everybody great. hates each other yeah. <laughs> yeah i was like next week was- finally it boils over yeah this week was it was like fine it was like a little dull i'm not gonna lie it was a little like 
you know, you know, we didn't have any Chloe Collette scenes, you know, and being taken out of Paris. You know, we saw some of the flimsiness of the show. But then next week, I was like, wait a second. No, I take it all back. Next week looks amazing. They all hate each other. They're mad. I cannot wait. Yeah, rich versus poor. And also, this week, we got all the Margot stuff. Like, Margot's really coming out as a true shining star. Wait, just blanked out. And there it's back again. It's back again. Stars. Still with us. Still with us. Star. Yeah, next week Aja tells Emily, like, um, it really bothers me that you flew on a plane with COVID and just cuts Emily just like crying. <laughs> I cannot wait for that moment. It's so funny. All right, everybody. Well, thanks so much for being with us. Yeah, thanks uh, for being with us. Um, we'll be back later this week with Beverly Hills, Salt Lake City, and Southern Charm. So stay tuned. Bye, everyone. Bye. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Alison King. Ashley Savoni, she don't take no baloney. She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela. Itchels. Dana C. Dana Do. Sarah Greenwood, she only uses her power for good. Erin McNicholas, she don't miss no trickleus. Hava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sipped some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. Kristen the Piston Anderson. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. You're never alone with Lacey Monteleone. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. There ain't no problem that Sarah Salvia can't solve ya. The Bay Area Betches, Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. Always the wiser, it's Allison Weasler. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. Erica, 500 days of summers. She's the queen bee, it's Sarah Lemke. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. She's a good hobby, it's Lauren Hobgood. Nobody holds a candle to Jane. Amy Kendall. Better do what she says. It's Elva Enriquez. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Can't have a meal without the Emily sides. We want to hang with Liz Lang. Shannon out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kuchar. We love you guys. <laughs>